Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and for your soul. We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hope is to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God, and somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences, and from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests. And hey, head over to our website, www.bydesignpodcast.com, where we'll have links to all our shows and the things we talk about. And you can find links to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also even listen to our show right there on our site, or there are links to subscribe via iTunes or through your Android devices. And if you guys have any questions or comments or something you'd like to hear us chat about, feel free to email us at info at bydesignpodcast.com. We would really love to hear from you. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'm laughing. We're both laughing. We're giggling right now. Yeah. One of us has microphone issues. <laughs> we won't say which one. Uh, but one of us gets in trouble a lot. No, they don't. And has to be scolded. <laughs> no, you're not getting scolded. <laughs> I just gave it away who it was. <laughs> I love it. This is so fun, isn't it? It is. Can fun, you yeah. believe this is still like we're on episode, I think this is like 16. Is it 16? Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. And like, mm-hmm. thank you for like listening along with us. This is so fun. Mm-hmm. We're loving it. So. Yep. And today we have a word for young mamas, right? This one's yeah, for you. Yeah. Mamas of littles at home in mm-hmm. the throes of probably like sleepless nights and feeling not enough and trying to keep all those plates spinning. So Right. And I'm one of those mamas right, right now. Lynn is on the other side where her boys are, you know, a little more self-sufficient and I have Ragey still. He's only two. Right. And um, we're potty training right now. Oh, potty training. Bless potty you. Training. I, you know, a couple of other, other friends have been walking that road mm-hmm. in the last, you know, six months and. Yeah. Oh. And, you know, I have to admit that he is doing amazingly well. Oh, good. I've had kind of the the whole picture as far as potty training goes with my three children. Right. Each one has been a little different. Right. And Rage is being great, but it's also exhausting just every five seconds. Oh, yeah. He wants to go sit on the potty. And that's great because right. he's willing. It's but so I have good to that you're not having to like, but it's for you, that's yeah, hard. It's the, it's the constant interruptions of being a mom of a little person where you have to drop what you're doing and... It's really, Assess. you're being trained, right? Like right. It's, I remember that when I was in those, it wasn't really the big, like, and I would feel so <laughs> bad when it's like they had an accident and then I realized, oh my gosh, it's been an hour and I haven't put you on the potty. It's my fault and I, I don't mean to discourage you. The sad part is, is by the third kid, you're just like, nah. go do it. You, you got it. Head in there. Head in there. And he'll be like running in there and he's so little oh. and he like... Sets up the little, the little stool. He gets up on the stool. Oh. He like takes his own underwear. Okay, up are you and gets taking pictures of him on the potty? I'm not. I okay. probably should be. Yes, do it because I I did that to my children. Oh. They are so thankful. <laughs> well, that's really cute. I whip those out every <laughs> birthday for them and oh. threaten them. Really, it's good now when they get older. It's leverage, right? Right. Oh goodness. Not that I'm condoning blackmailing your children with potty pictures, but. It's just so cute because you realize how little they are because they're so little. All that potty looks so big. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So take a picture just to remember those days. I will. Last night, (laughs) this is, I almost sent you a picture. Yeah. So I was listening to Facebook Live and Shannon Martin was on there and she was reading um, an excerpt from her new book. And it was just, I was, all my kids were in bed. It was great. I had timed it perfectly so I could get down in my chair and just do something adult. Yes. And, you know, anyway. Of course, as soon as she starts speaking, Ragey comes down the stairs. No. And it took me, like, the amount of times I'm having to put this kid back in bed right now. I can't even explain. We're ha- he's just having a little bit of an issue staying in bed. So, anyway, I was not going to go back up there because I wanted to right. watch this live. So, he's next to me. He's, like, taking his underwear off. <laughs> he's, like, dancing in front of me, <laughs> bending over for books. And I'm, like, laughing because here I am, like, trying Dream. to, like, concentrate and take something in. Be that adult. Yeah, and there's like a naked child, like who knows it's supposed to be in bed trying to get my attention. And I'm just like totally ignoring him so I can. Oh, I love it. Have a moment, just a, a moment. Did you get your moment? Did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Rage watched some of it. <laughs> some of it was naked, <laughs> but whatever. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And boys just think that's really funny. You know, all of that. So I'd like to say it doesn't, you know, they still crack each other up doing (laughs) stuff like that. Like my boys do, which they'll hate me for sharing that. But like, oh, no, that's that's grown men. Same thing. They think that stuff is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Bless it. I'm so (laughs) thankful I'm a woman sometimes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Nobody. I don't want anyone. No. Is that funny? Anywho, you're welcome for that visual. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. That's really great. Yeah. yeah. So potty so training is something that it's is no joke. It is no joke. But one thing that I will put out there is just advice that I have now. I thought of something. Okay, third child. When he, when I am potty training, I put two pairs of potty training underwear on them at one time. Because you don't want the feeling of the diaper if they go pee. You right. want them to feel right. the wet and have to run to the bathroom. Right. Right. So I put two pairs of those like thick potty training underwear on him. So I never get my floors peed on. Oh my goodness. So hilarious. it gets to the first one and then it never makes it out, which is wonderful. I don't know if any of you are potty training two pairs of little potty training pants. And not using those like rubber pants because those are like. Oh no, I just use like really soft underwear. They just have like the little, oh. they're for potty training. They have a little extra padding right in really? the Really? I never use those. I just, put, so them, I just put underwear on them. I was just like, yeah, I can't, I I have like, well, yeah, I, I have like some of the old underwear from the other little ones. And like, you know, if Rage is wearing a pink pair of underwear because they were his (laughs) sisters, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Hey, at least at this point. Yeah. But it's actually, since there's two pairs, sometimes I'll hide the pink ones under the the little boy ones. That's so smart. And then they also get really stretched out um, from multiple kids like time, (laughs) these underwear. But if you have like... The new ones on the outside and the the ones that don't are a little saggy on the inside. But anyway, yeah. So he just thinks it's normal to wear two pairs of underwear at one time. Oh no, he's gonna be that kid. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, it's better than no underwear, right? You're just making up for it. I love it. Well, so this is just like okay. Can you tell me, Danette, what are three things that you wish somebody, you start like one at a time or whatever. What's something Mm -hmm. that you wish you had known earlier that somebody had would have told you having little kids like infancy through to like four Hmm. well i would say you need to 
surround yourself with people who can speak into your life. Yeah. Because it takes a village. It takes a village. And I think there's a lot of pride. You know, we want to say that we, we've done it. We are doing it. We know it, the answers to things. And even as a young mom, it's hard to have, you know, you might see someone else doing something with their kid or maybe they're doing, have a great idea. And you're like, oh yeah, I've done that. Or we did that. We're doing this. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's pride. And, um, you know, let someone else give you an idea. Um, you don't have all the answers. Be teachable. We don't have all the answers. So, you know, if you're surrounding yourself with people that, you know, number one, some could be wiser than you and have been there, or some could be in the same situation that you're in. Right. But you have to be open to receive. With like a humble attitude, not... With a boastful... But nobody has it all figured out. No. The people that have done exactly. it. exactly. It was probably... Them. That was probably the best thing I've ever done is going to a woman who's ahead of me in years, who was wise. And I looked at her kids as they were getting older and was like, you know, man, I'd love my kids to turn out kind of like hers. Mm-hmm. Like they're, whatever they're doing, I know they haven't done it perfectly. And she'd be the first one to say, you know, this is what I've learned. And, mm-hmm. But I want to learn from that. Like, I want to learn from women like that, that have walked this road ahead of me. And who am I to think that I can do it alone? Because we can't. So. That's right. And no one has it all together. I keep saying that, but it's so true. I mean, we see pictures of balance. Mm. We post pictures of the cute and pretty things because, um, well, we love pretty things. We do. We love beauty. We love capturing a moment. That That's okay. But you can't see that and think that that's what someone's life is. All the time. It's, it it <laughs> it's isn't. That's not. a small glimpse. Exactly. Um, that's a frame. That's a picture. Like it's just a moment in time. Right. It it's is. like my family picture. Okay. A couple of years ago, um, there, my friend Liz came over. It was right after the bridge was born and she was going to take pictures of our kids for us. And so what we basically did was... Our life was kind of a mess then. Derek was getting ready to go into his heart surgery. Our house was disgusting mess. Can I just say, okay. though, this is one of my most favorite pictures. Of I know. Kids. It's a really good picture. But we cleared out a corner in our bedroom because basically everything was unsightly. Okay? We did not have time for that part of our lives at that moment. And I had just had a C-section. Oh, it was mercy. crazy town. We sat a chair in front of a window. I didn't even have clothes picked out. I grabbed an outfit right. for my son. I put this on. Yeah. Sit on that chair and quit crying. So like, exactly. I was like... And I'll give you a chocolate chip. <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't even... There were no chocolate <laughs> chips. Okay. It was it was crazy mm-hmm. town it, um, trying to get them to listen and sit still and take a picture. I just needed one picture yeah. with all of them in it. Yeah. And the picture looks beautiful. Oh, my golly. But it's what you so don't beautiful. know hey, what was going on in... it. Can you right, please? I will share that. Yeah. What you don't know in that moment is, number one, the mess behind the scene... Mm-hmm. And the crazy I was throwing at my kids, I was like, you just smile. <laughs> I don't. So like don't you, you dare <laughs> even no, Rigby, think about oh, I know. pouting. Was, <laughs> but Rigby, like, is <laughs> when I look at the, his face, <laughs> I see pain. The poor kid, like, oh, it's like, he's like, you trying. see that. <laughs> yeah. It? Oh, because so I was trying, you know, it, but I mean, we had a lot, we, you know, normally when you start out, you start off in a nice, quiet, kind, loving, peaceful voice. Oh, okay, do, guys. Do and you? then <laughs> as things do people progress, do that? <laughs> as it progresses, it gets uglier oh, for me. Yeah. So 
but it's funny that's a beautiful picture mm-hmm. and it looks like it's serene and our life is dreamy and you there's light coming through children. the windows Look at, yeah. and no i know that's not real life okay so anyway none of us have it all together we don't have all the answers and if you're surround if you're walking into a situation with friends or with family or with anyone and you're thinking you know i'm going to i'm going to share with them what i've learned or you know you want to share up what you figured out um well that's kind of dangerous you like know? in a proud boastful way like you want to be the one to tell them because you know something yeah like I, that's the point that i'm getting at is if you're surrounding yourself if you're the person who always has a word to give and you don't have ever receive you don't have anyone speaking into your life like let's look at ourselves because i've been that person then you have a problem right because that's a place where pride grows and your life will be so much more authentic and free and full if you have other people Give, alongside you yeah you and, know? and you're that you're willing to take yeah their, well and honestly get off the internet get some yeah. real people some stop real looking, people stop looking things up on the internet and just reading blog after blog after blog after blog like i'm not saying blogs are bad i think we can learn from those things there's a time and a place for them i go back to my time and place time but place. Yeah, i've been saying that to my kids lately <laughs> so thank you but like i tell myself that too like time and a place but you know what we need people we need real life mm-hmm. eyeballs looking at us not just computer screens so mm-hmm. get offline and make some real relationships that your whole family will benefit from that has been just one of the most amazing things for my family because it makes me a better wife it makes me a better mom and a better friend to just have people speaking truth to me and encouraging me and giving me ideas that I maybe didn't or wouldn't have thought of myself you know mm-hmm. one of my favorite conversations with one of my sweet friends who is just she's like my own I don't know she's like another mama to me older sister to me like she's just Mm -hmm. wonderful and I remember her telling me um I was really overwhelmed and trying to do it all you know and I had kids going different directions and I was wanting them to do Awana and everything else and I was feeling bad because we weren't having meals together and our family like for our family structure we Kurt and I are really intentional of sitting down with our kids and having meals around the table we have never we've never just eating around the TV or coffee table or whatever. I know other families do that and I'm not saying that what we're doing is better. I'm just saying this is what we do and what we love and we look forward to that time around the table together and we weren't getting it and it was like showing in me and Kurt and the boys and Hmm. I remember though like just feeling really, really guilty about that and I remember her saying like, Lindsay, let yourself off the hook. Stop doing that. You are putting expectations that, okay, right now for the next two weeks, yeah, you've got a busy season. So put your head down, work hard, and cheese and crackers counts for dinner. And I was like, really? Mm. (laughs) Like, it's okay. It's okay. We don't need to freak out if our world gets a little bit different for a while. Like, yeah, and you're not a horrible mom if cheese and crackers are what your kids eat for dinner tonight. That will be okay. Mm -hmm. They will be just fine. Bowl of cereal. They will be just fine. Like, you know, like this is not going to ruin their life if they have chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Like, right, but you needed that get out of jail free card. Um, I did. Older woman. To like someone speak who'd been that there. truth to me. And she like, I, I was so embarrassed afterwards. because I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm like totally being petty about this. But I think we so easily get wrapped up in going, going, going. And then we do pile on this guilt and shame that. Mm-hmm. And we hold ourselves to um, 
just a level that is unrealistic. It's Absolutely. an expectation that is um, a picture yep. of not perfection true. that's not real. It's that's not, not real, real life. And so we have to, you know, when everything is out there in front of us and we're digesting um, pictures of togetherness and people just rocking life mm-hmm. and winning, we feel like, well, we're losing, right? But well, and that's comparing. Like, it, that's but another, that's what it's happens. Just, it's, it's, we... It's, we, our, it's just the way our minds react. And so it's like renewing our minds with truth of this is not mm-hmm. who I am. You know, I am, I'm going to be the mom that God's created me to be. I'm not going to be the mom that he's created her to be. Like right. I'm just going to do this the best I can do with God's help mm-hmm. and these people. Yeah. And me. you need relationship to, we all need relationships to point us there. Mm-hmm. It, like in Titus two, verse three through five, it says, likewise, Teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Mm. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, all that. That's good stuff. But like the thing we need to, we need to be teachable and we need to have someone in our lives pointing the way. So maybe, maybe you're not a mom at home with littles at home anymore. Maybe you're an older mom and your kids are in college or in high school, or maybe they're getting married and they're left. You know what? You need to be pouring into some younger moms. Like I just know how rich, much richer my life is because of that. Right. Yeah. Where, where are you in the equation? Are you the one that needs to be lifted up or are you going to be the one that's pulling someone up off the ground? We have to be doing one of the two, right? Absolutely. We have to be involved in each other's lives and and willing to do these things. Take that another step even further. Like look at these elderly women who they've gone through. They have grandchildren and they're doing all these other things. Like you need to be pouring into these other moms that maybe their kids have just left for school. Like mm-hmm. have a cup of tea with them or go for a walk. Like you could be encouraging them to. And maybe you find yourself like you're not a mama. You're not an older empty nester or you're a younger girl. You are in your late teens, in your 20s. You are single or maybe you just have a boyfriend or a fiance or whatever it is. What can you do to learn and serve the women ahead of you, you know, like maybe you need to go help that mom that's struggling at Target, carrying all the kids out in the car. Like I do that sometimes, like Can I give you a hand, like I'll push the cart if you want to mm-hmm. grab the like, baby, like, and they're always like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm like, I've been there. It's okay, yeah. you know, and, hmm. or just let babysit for free and let her go for a walk for like a whole half hour. Like, wow. For free? I know. Right? Like, why not? I had, I remember there was a, back when I was like dating her or first married, we didn't have kids yet. I had a friend of mine and she was ahead of me by being married and had babies. And I remember on Sunday, she would have to leave service to bounce the baby because just the way the nursery was set up, like she would miss a sermon. We didn't, wasn't like she couldn't listen or whatever from out in another room. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, whenever I can, I'm going to just take the baby for her out and bounce the baby for her so that, and I don't know all babies will do that. Like I know some babies just want their mom and I I get that. But this baby would like knew me well enough that she was happy to come to me. So I remember like taking her out and let you just sit with your husband in church, Hmm. you know? And like now being on the other side of that, like remember her just like crying the first time, like you are so sweet. And I remember thinking, it's really not a big deal for me. Like, 
I can be, you know, I can do this for you. And mm-hmm. now on the other side, like when I had babies and we're thinking, I wish I had a friend that would take my baby <laughs> for just 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. I can just do worship at least, you know, or whatever, like run or like just go grocery. My grandma used to do this a lot with me when my kids were little. She would just come with me and sit in the car. Mm-hmm. And so I could just run in and grab the groceries. I wouldn't have to haul all the babies mm-hmm. in. Like that's a gift. Like that people don't yeah. realize that those are little things that mean the world to mamas. My this goodness. is like a beautiful cycle. And like if it's working well, it's beautiful. And this is the design that God's laid mm-hmm. out in Titus for us. So Yeah. Right. And I think there's more life in that verse than just um, you know, sometimes I think we just think that verse is all about biblical teaching and you know, that you need to be training women how to love their husbands and read the word of God and do this. But there's more there. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's more yeah. there. There's there's yeah. a real life wrapped in truth. Yeah. And sometimes it's, how do I survive this day? Absolutely. And you know what? Maybe maybe it is just that I need to fold this laundry for the glory of God because I need some order in my house. Mm-hmm. Or I know my husband would feel loved if I took care of this. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's those just practical little things or maybe it's, I don't even know who I am in Christ. And so this older woman needs to start teaching and encouraging you in the true ways of you are chosen and adopted. Let's go back to Ephesians and let's do some solid truth telling. Like, mm-hmm. so. Amen. So that was all one thing, right? Oh, I feel like I hit Surround like, yourself I with, with people and stop yeah. striving. Yeah. How about another how about you? What's one of the uh, things that you wish? You know would? what? You, you will sleep again. Mm. You will sleep again. I know you are tired. Yeah. I Preach. just, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is like, I feel like I'm in this window right now. So we're, we're like seven, 10 and 12, our kids. And so I, I am someone who needs sleep. I need sleep. I cannot run on less than eight hours. I'm not a nice person. I just know that about myself. So now that I can sleep, I try to do that more often. Like when I can sleep in on weekends or whatever, I, I take advantage. Um, and my children get up and they will get themselves a bowl of cereal or they'll make themselves some toast. My oldest can even scramble eggs, you know? Oh, wow. And they, they'll serve each other. Like if Jude can't reach, he's their smallest. If he can't reach bowls and stuff, it's really great. They've learned like the older brothers to help the littler one. And this is good for them. This is what I'm teaching. My, this is what I'm telling myself. I'm laying in bed. <laughs> this is good for them because this sounds like a dream world. I know. I'm telling you, it gets so great. So I know that I'm in this window right now where I'm able to sleep again, and I'm catching up on you know ten years of not sleeping. <laughs> and then I, I also know that there'll be a day when they're all teenagers and they'll probably be out, and I won't be able to go to bed until they're home, like until curfew. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah. So I know like it's just this window right now. Mm-hmm. So I can only speak to that. But on the subject of rest and sleeping, because oh. I feel like I'm right there. Okay. Yes. Yes, you because are. Because Ragey is waking up, <laughs> and but the, the I other feel thing so is so bad. It's funny. And he I, has been. Tra- he used to like the funny thing is, is even within a season, you're up and down. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster. Right. So like we have been, there have been periods where we would just throw Rage in his crib. And he would put his arms behind his head and say, bye-bye. Yeah. And he would just go to oh, sleep yeah. and like, we wouldn't hear from him again. And it was like, yeah. he's the best baby in the world. And like, oh my goodness. You know, we've been there. There's and- a time to dance <laughs> and a time to mourn. Yes. And I'm mourning. Because, <laughs> you know, we have um, discipline that we, you know, um, 
do or right, I'm not right. sure how to. Well, you have consequences. We have consequences, but it's very hard when they don't work. He mm. is so well, you have to, headstrong. I, His will, and that's the funny thing is about him, is that um, I'm learning things about myself coming up against someone who is very headstrong mm-hmm. and who will not, um, and the consequence he will take, and it might be uncomfortable, but he'll come right back for more. Because oh that's who he is. He's just stubborn, so, right? Yeah. Like, I love is. it. It's so funny, though, because, like, the thing is, I found that too, raising the boys. There would be a time when this would work really well for a while, and then we have to change it because it's not working anymore, right. and we got to find a new consequence. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think just fresh ideas, and they work for a small, yeah, it doesn't mean if something only works for three weeks or, you know, with your kids that it's a failure when it stops. But sometimes we all need a little bit of a new regimen. With not sleeping, though, there's one thing that you have probably seen in me, which is called diminished brain function. (laughs) (laughs) No, honey, you've seen that in me, too. (laughs) Because I am trying to hold it together. Yeah. And my brain, I can't handle all the multitasking. Like, my brain is like, words don't come. Oh, yeah. We have conversations, and I just stare at you blankly. It's okay. It's okay. I can't remember people's names. (laughs) The funny (laughs) thing is, is like, I... I lose perspective when I don't have sleep. Like things are mm. a much bigger deal when I'm overtired than real life. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is bless my sweet husband because sometimes he'll look at me like, oh, and I can tell he wants to say, you just need to go to bed. But that would be like the worst thing ever to say to me at that point because I'd be like, what? Because <laughs> I'm stubborn also. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I know and I'll just go to bed and it will be five o'clock. <laughs> Like I, I need sleep to gain perspective or else things are just out of skew. Yes, ma'am. Well, the another thing that I am learning and I think a few of my friends are really great at encouraging me in is taking time to rest. So like we're not getting the sleep, um, you know, we're mm-hmm. having a hard time juggling a million things, but you need to, you know, life is messy and wonderful and it's also can be very frustrating and when you can't find five seconds of quiet um you know things escalate so Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to lock yourself in the bathroom for five minutes Mm -hmm. and if your kid's on the other side of the bathroom door knocking he's okay sometimes you i just need to sit there and take a deep breath at least you know where they are yeah it's not like quiet you're like i wonder what they're doing now because i remember that too like right so, but to, can I just, this is hilarious because I thought of this the other day when I was in the bathroom, having a moment to where I just needed to be alone, <laughs> you know, just leave me alone. I just don't want to be found for like three minutes. And I actually looked to the bottom of the door because I used to see like their squishy little fingers come under oh the door, gosh, you know, like that's mommy. so sweet. And I don't see that anymore. So I know, I know, mom, I know that that can be really exhausting and you just feel like you have nothing more to give. But one day those squishy little fingers aren't going to be poking under the door for you, you know, like, and Hmm. so just, I know, I know that sounds like to the mom that's like, yeah, okay. I can't wait for that day. Cause I, I remember that I'm just being on the other side of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's beauty in that too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes all you need is five minutes. It can be five minutes to sit in a chair, 
you know, maybe you have your kids set up, you get them some new toys they haven't seen in a while and you put them in the other room and let them play and you sit in a chair for five minutes and decompress. Mm -hmm. For me, sometimes like a little power nap really helps me. It sounds crazy, but if I sleep for five minutes, I wake up refreshed and I I don't know what's wrong with me, but Mm -hmm. it helps. Right. How about you? What do you got? Um, One thing I stumbled on when I had littles was uh, magazines. Mm. And I bought myself a subscription to, it was like the house and home magazine Mm because, you know, I loved uh, interiors. And so I would get a magazine because I didn't have time to read back Mm. then. No one's got time to read. (laughs) You know, very rarely do you have time for reading. And I was too exhausted to read before bed. Um, So I would just flip through a magazine. And that for me was like, whether it was two minutes or 10 minutes, recharged me. It was like just what I needed. And it's funny to this day, it's still like like a treat if I buy myself mm-hmm. a magazine and I can just flip through the pages and look at pretty spaces and look at recipes. And Yeah, you magazines know. are a treat. They That's are. A good and I feel like I don't want to look at a screen anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like I need something in my hands mm-hmm. and I love a book, like, you know, like, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it was short and sweet, and I could either read an article because I only had time for that, or mm-hmm. just look at the pictures. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just go mm-hmm. get yourself a magazine, like yeah, beautiful. recipes or whatever. Especially Do. in the fall. Oh my goodness, all those like beautiful fall covers right now of like recipes and decor in the checkout aisle. I just mm. yeah, that's good. There was one other thing I wanted to share. It was from Psalm one twenty seven verses three and four. It says, "Children are a heritage from the Lord." offspring a reward from him and i and i just thought i was thinking about how my children <laughs> are a gift they're a reward and it's a special blessing from the lord mm-hmm. to be a mom it is and sometimes it's so exhausting that i forget to find a moment and cherish it yeah you know they yeah. have to be intentional about it otherwise the days are just a wash aren't they and we're lost in the midst of and the I know, crazy. I know that there is crazy days. And it's funny. I have been known to like chant to myself when I'm really frustrated with my children of children are a blessing from the Lord. <laughs> Do you remember? Children yeah. are a blessing from the Lord. Like I have to tell myself that because sometimes I'm like, yeah, you are not a blessing. I'm just going to tell you right now. I am not feeling it, child. <laughs> yeah. Leave my presence. But they are. And like, I think of the people that long to be moms mm-hmm. and, you know, or all those other things. It is a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, it's a gift and yeah, it's our job to steward mm-hmm. that well. So anyway, mamas, we're for you and we just, we want to encourage you. Yeah. You're not alone. It will be okay. It will. Press on warrior mama. <laughs> That's right. Love it. Okay. So today for our little design chat, we are going to talk about something that I feel like I can't say I have a love-hate relationship with. I think it's more like a like-sometimes-hate relationship (laughs) with. And that is ceiling fans. Ceiling fans. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be awful. Like, really awful. There's At least we have options now, I feel like. There's a lot better options. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of ceiling fans. Oh, see what you did there? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So this is the thing though. I have one in my bedroom. We have cathedral ceilings in our bedroom and I, because they're tall ceilings, sometimes we do need to push that air down, right? Just for better circulation and blah, blah, blah. But I do, I get so hot at night. Mm -hmm. I need a fan. I like having a fan I have tall ceilings in my house. I don't even have AC. I know. I don't need a ceiling fan. Girl, don't you get hot? 
I guess. Yeah, we <laughs> open our windows. We do this crazy thing called open your windows I at know, night. I know. I know. I see. We used to do that too, but I still would get a fan because okay. I get I, hot. Yeah. I have a fan. We have right. a fan, but I like it for fan. noise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I And Derek needs some air moving around. He's, you know. He's a man. Yeah. And I get that. I just don't like... I know. I, I agree. Um, aesthetically, they caused me pain. I know. And I, but I also hurt. <laughs> I also like a space to function well. Right. Everyone, right. I want you to know that. So if you need a ceiling fan, I will help you find one that is not atrocious. Uh, exactly. Because they are out there. I do want to put um, a comment out there to home builders. Please, okay? please do this. Please speak to the building. I had a friend who... She is great, and she was building a home. She just built a home. It's this beautiful, lovely, just oh, I love her house. And so then she called me. (laughs) Well, she called me after her home was built to help her style some things. And there were ceiling fans in every room. And and she goes, well, I thought she's like, well, I just thought this is what you do. This is what the builder does. There was she just did it because it was on a list. It was there was a line item for her home to build a ceiling fan or install a ceiling fan in every room because I guess maybe that's what has always been done. Is this a guy thing? Do you think though a man thing in a man world? That's what they think? Probably. And maybe people think... Sorry guys, I just threw you right under the bus. Maybe there's some thinking that there's more flexibility for the space, you know, if they're going to need more air movement in those rooms. But generally, I would say, look at each room in your home, the size of it, how it's going to be used, and decide if you need a ceiling fan based on that. Yeah. Not every room needs a fan. You don't have to build a brand new home and put a fan in every room because that's what's always been done. That's kind of a waste Let's of think money. Outside of the Let's box. use that those funds for something else that would make your room even better. Absolutely. Um, that's preach. That's my biggest. I know. The complaint. same thing happened. I was working with a client, and that's what the builder did. He put ceiling fans in every room, and her option was dark wood or white. Mm-hmm. And she thought she had to do that, and um, and she did want ceiling fans, which I'm like, okay, that's fine. Let me help you. And we did. We I scoured the internet and I looked. And we found some beautiful ones. And she was willing to spend a little bit of money to get nicer ones because mm-hmm. she agreed. Like she yeah, was, it can, she was awesome. Like she was like, mm-hmm. I agree. Let's whatever you think's best. And we found some really gorgeous ones that function well and they're beautiful. Yay. Awesome. Winning. So we are we will share on our Pinterest board and also on our um website. We'll share some links and some images to some ceiling fans that are beautiful and that will help your room and not yeah. hurt your But you your don't eyes. need to put one in. It. So, okay, we're um <laughs> we're moving into a new house. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm like it just cracks me up. So, every room in that house, it was built in 01, has a ceiling fan. We're talking 10 by 10 bedrooms have ceiling fans with light fixtures in them. Now, the the thing with this is it's a 10 by 10 room with eight foot ceilings. It does not warrant a ceiling fan. And they have semi-flush ones, so they hang down far, Mm -hmm. like two feet by the time you get to the bottom of the light fixture. And it's ridiculous. Like it's the first thing I'm doing when I move in is I've already bought some new, mm-hmm. like really pretty um, functional flush mount lights for like the rooms that just, they just need flush mount lights because they're the ceilings are too, like it'll make the room seem bigger. Mm-hmm. And if my boys need a fan at night, I 
look at them, a little fan, and boom. I love that. Yeah, anywho, so I'll share pictures as we uh, start this demo and the new solutions that we Mm-hmm. posted i already actually i just bought a flush mount it was on sale at west elm mm-hmm. and it was it's so pretty but trying to find an, a flush mount that's not four hundred dollars that i like because i have champagne taste on a beer budget so mm-hmm. i'm having to be creative and i love that like that's this is great, great this is where i'm like yeah okay dana i need mm-hmm. your idea of power mind so mm-hmm. help me think this through so anyways it'll be fun to kind of work through this and I'll have a whole pile of ceiling fans up by the curb <laughs> on garbage day. <laughs> Which I will go grab and paint them just for fun. I'm sure I can make some kind of artwork out of it. Oh, I have no. a kind of a love for junk and I, I get know. myself in Not trouble. Not those though. Okay, fine. Well, I still think there could be something cool. We could maybe like use the blades off them for like That's pieces cool. on gallery walls or something. That'd be yeah, kind of fun. That's what I'm seeing. Look at you. See, I just had to get there. I just hate them so much at this point <laughs> that I just want to burn them all. No, no, no. I, I'm not a fan either. So... Yes, let's maybe do some work. How about on the fans that we already have? There's lots of different ways mm-hmm. that you can spray paint them. Yep. Um, you could even take it down and spray paint. I've seen this where they spray paint the whole fan like black mm. and it has a real industrial look. Oh, so yeah. even your, the whole thing, the, um, you know, the whole shade ring and the little um, adapter, all the pieces that, you know, hold the light. They just mm-hmm. paint the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, just paint it all. Yeah, paint it all. Like yeah. So that's one way you could do it. And it, you could even take off some of those really ugly frosted glass. If you have one that has like four light bulb, but those like little glass mm-hmm. frosted, you know, just take those right off and buy some cool like Edison bulbs or something the just Edison to go with bulbs. In yeah, and have some pictures of those of you know a fan that is painted black yeah. with Edison bulbs. It, it's beautiful. So and make sure you're following mm-hmm. us on Pinterest. We have a by design uh, page and we have every episode has own board. And so mm-hmm. you'll be able to see everything we're talking about just on the Pinterest. Make sure mm-hmm. you follow us there. Yep. There's another, I've seen a couple other things where, you know, you paint the blades, like you could do something kind of farmhousey to your blades. Mm-hmm. If you wanted that look where they look a little distressed, mm-hmm. you could do that. You could switch out your glass um, globes or whatever the, they are. Yeah. To, um, like a basket looking mm-hmm. one, like, like a chicken wire or like something. Like a chicken wire mm-hmm. looking, yeah, something like that. Or if you have like one big central light right. fixture, um, I've seen like a globe that's made of, um, there's also another pendant DIY that I love where you take string, you like blow up a balloon or you take oh, a, yes. um, a, a, like a basketball or, or a plastic, kids plastic, plastic. play ball mm-hmm. and then you, Basically, you wrap string and glue it all around like the ball, podge. and then you take the air out of the ball and you pull oh, yeah. it out, and you it leaves orb. this like string orb. But I've seen that put up against a um, a ceiling fan, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. So there are ways to make if you want a ceiling fan and you don't want to spend all the money on a new one. Um, ways, just little simple things you can do to make it. Better. Absolutely. And make sure you have tall enough ceilings to do those things. Like if you do not have tall enough ceilings, if you only have like eight or even 10, sometimes even mm-hmm. 10 foot isn't even enough. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do it. Don't do the ones that hang down like that. Like, yes, just, just don't, don't do it. That's right. <laughs> You're welcome. And, um, there's one that I, I, I think it's a more expensive one. Let me see if I can find it here where it looks kind of like, a um, kind of like an old vintage fan so like if you Mm. need a ceiling fan and you have a small room it's like an old little vintage fan 
that you kind of mount. It's like semi-flush mounted. So it's a fan inside hmm. a whole wire cage. Oh, that's kind of cool. Without wood arm blades right. that are out there. That looks really cool. So That's um, a cool idea. Yeah, those are great. It, sometimes it's kind of like a permanent fixture. You don't have to see the... That's, it is. and But then sometimes those can be kind of expensive. But right. that's, you know, if that's your budget, go for it. Those were the ones that I used to like sit in front of when I was a kid and talk into and it would change mm-hmm. your voice into like a robot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Those are good old days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yes. So, if you do have fans or you want... Are you wanting to... You don't have to have fans. And <laughs> if you do have fans, still we can help you. So. Yeah. We also... Um, when it will share um, a little picture for you guys showing you how to properly size your fan for your room. Right. Because that's a big deal. Sometimes people get a fan if they need one and they have a really great open space with like yeah. a cathedral ceiling. Sometimes their fan is too small. Right. Or sometimes people will get a humongo fan in a small room and that just scales right. off and it overpowers your room. So there's a guideline and we'll just put that out there for any of you that are, you know, yeah, working needing on. that. Absolutely. And yeah. Okay. There is one place I do love a ceiling fan. I just felt like I have mm-hmm. to be completely honest. So there's a street in our town that has a lot of old, beautiful homes downtown, mm-hmm. big, beautiful homes with big sweeping mm-hmm. porches that are like covered and they're large. They have beautiful furniture on them. Mm-hmm. And some of these beautiful homes downtown, they have ceiling fans on their porches, like outside. Yeah. And they're like, it, it suits, it's Oh, it just, it looks great. And you know, when you're sitting outside and it's hot in the summer and it's moving the air around yeah, for you. Yeah. And it's giving you a bit of a breeze while you're sitting outside having your sweet tea or whatever. I'm just picturing like that was probably smart back before AC or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. it just, that, that is one place where you get a pass. Okay. If yeah. you, I don't want to be hating. <laughs> oh no no and even like in your kids rooms or playrooms you know if you have a ceiling fan there are a lot of ways you can um paint the blades to make it kind of fun and with a pattern or you can even mod podge so if you have like a printed piece of paper or something you stick it to it and you can paint over it and then it transfers the pattern onto oh, yeah, the blade yeah. and it's really cool looking See, if i was going to do that i would just want to paint it to make it go away like paint it the same as the ceiling so you didn't see it. And But if it's a kid's space and it's I kind know. of fun, it can be really cute. The problem within a kid's space, this is probably because I have older children now. Like there's a there's a ceiling fan in the bonus room where my kids all are gonna be in the mm-hmm. new house and that thing's coming down because I know for sure they're gonna like <laughs> launch things at it to see what happens. You know? So Right. We don't want them to Mama doesn't need that mess. So all love right. it. Well awesome friends. It was so great hanging out with you today. Whatever you're doing, we're hoping you are doing it well. Bye.